You know what it is. Oh, we back in this bitch. And we sound so goddamn good. Oh, yeah. Sound? Yeah. Yeah, we sound great. Oh, God, we sound great. Let that road get up in you. Yeah, let it sit in your spirit. Did you see how he turned this into a Houston podcast? <laughs> hey, nigga. I fuck with who fuck with me. All right, Gunna ain't hey, nobody like sent that. me no music. Fuck them. <laughs> Shit. And that's hey, all man. original. It's all original music. All original, man. All original. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in this thing like we never left. Billo. Yes, sir. Damn fool. I'm in this thing. Meg. Hootie hoo. We can't do shit without our three, two, three is. We appreciate you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys for being supporters of the amazing podcast, the best, the number one storytelling podcast in the whole game, people. As you can hear, our audio game has stepped up. We used stepped to have our audio game on the skeleton machine. We were on a strong three. Amen. But the powers that be, the powers mm -hmm. being Billy Sorrells, he implored us to go out and find a certain brand of equipment to maximize our storytelling. And he did just that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're asking, what are you speaking into, Delay? I'm speaking into greatness. That is what I call my microphone. It is greatness. If you are under my voice, the command of my voice, I ask that you grab you some marijuana. Mm -hmm. Grab you a libation or two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And start to consume it as you take in these mm -hmm. amazing stories from three amazing men and a wonderful guest and our good friend and now yours, Meg. Everybody, Meg, up in this is in the building. Billo, I'm using I'm utilizing the shit out of it. I'm utilizing the shit out of it, Billo. I hey, am man. utilizing the shit hey. out of this goddamn soundboard. Let me tell you something. They they have fucked up morally. and you know what it is. Oh wait, I I, I don't even want to throw that on y'all yet. Uh oh. Uh, Oh, I'm not gonna do it because I know it's gonna it's gonna stir some shit up. But just okay. be ready for it before this episode is over. With. It's yeah. it's gonna hit you. It's gonna hit you in your spirit when I when I do what I do. <laughs> hey, so check this out. Listen, uh, Meg, um, you know where we are. We're in the land of 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 life where we want all the details. We want to go with you on your voyage. For those of you who are listening to us right now and trying to decipher which way is up. You uh, should be encouraged because you are amongst the land of the living. Because, you know, fellas, I don't know if you noticed or not, a narcotics officer was killed today. Oh, my gosh. You know Serving where, a high-risk warrant. warrant. Where at D-Lay? In Echo Park. <gasps> he survived. He survived. Right. By his wife. And who else? And is in for child. Ooh. Shit gets deeper, Billow. Hey, now. Pass me the bitch. There it is. Shit gets so much deeper. Hey, man, they know what it is. They know what it is. They hey, hello. I want to share something with you guys. Uh, wow. Uh, I want to share something with you guys. Because, you know, people being, we're quarantined. We're quarantined, and people being quarantined, is, is some people are enjoying it. Like, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm with my sons. I'm quarantined. Then you got some people that hate it. Um, shout out to my brother. Uh, first of all, shout out to all the essential workers. If you're an essential worker, we want to shout you out on behalf of the Digital Miss Me podcast. We appreciate everything you're doing. You're not forgotten about. We appreciate you. Uh, big shout out to my brother, John. John in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He's a married man with three kids. And he is an essential worker at Our Lady of the Lake. 
Okay. okay. Our Lady of the Lake in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And <clears throat> I've been doing John for a long time. That's my man. I rocks with him. And ever since I've known John, and ever since he's been married with them kids, he did not like the motherfuckers. He didn't like the nope. kids. He didn't like the wife. He hated Don't like them all. none of them. Don't like none of them. Whole just, setup bad. The whole setup bad. And the problem with John feels like they, they don't appreciate it. John feels yeah. like he's not appreciated in that house. He's the only one working. He takes care of the wife. He takes care of the three girls. Every time he come home, it's always some shit. Daddy, why I don't have this? Daddy, why I don't have that? Daddy, won't you go do this? Daddy, won't you go? John is sick of that shit. Yeah. Now, uh, John called me and he was expressing himself. And he said to me, he said, man, I, I, I don't know how long I'm going to deal with this shit. Let me tell you what John do. Fool, are you, you, you follow me on this, fool? What you got? I, uh, I noticed something about John when we would hang around each other. John drinks beer every day. Every day, John would drink beer. John goes to the store every day and get a six-pack. Every day. Finish that shit up in a day, right back at it. I said, man, why don't you just buy a goddamn case? Yeah. John said to me, that's my time to get out this goddamn house. That's why I buy six-packs every day, so I get a chance to go back out. I don't want to buy cases. John sound like me. Like I intentionally leave dishes to make. I like I intentionally don't clean up at the end of the night so I can do it the next day. So I have something to do between. You need something to look forward to. I got you. John wants to get out that house. Yeah. Hates that goddamn house. So he buying six packs of beers every day so he can just go to the store just to get away. Just want to be away. Now, John told me, "Hey man." I got something big that I'm about to be doing in the next couple of weeks, and it's going to change everything. And these son of a bitch is going to appreciate me in this house because he's sick of that shit. Now, John is an essential worker, but John is a janitor. Mm-hmm. I know when, I heard, when you heard essential worker, you thought that this nigga was, had a stethoscope around his neck, had the white coat. He don't have none of that shit. John takes out the goddamn trash. And it's not a knock on janitors. It's not a knock on anybody because John told it to me straight up. He said, hey, man, you'll find out how bad you need me when I don't take that goddamn stinking ass trash out. Uh-huh. You'll find out how bad you need me if I don't take that stinking ass trash out. So uh, John, <laughs> when he goes to his job every day, you know, they test you. They test your temperature. They want to make sure your temperature is where it need to be. You come in here with that fever, you can get your ragged ass out of here and go somewhere else with that infection. You can go on somewhere. I went to the dispensary the other day and they uh, hit me with that. Like I, they told me, stop right there at the door. And right on. Beamed me right, right on your goddamn forehead, right here. I was like, yeah, What he, the hell? Yeah, he got you. He got you. Jojo, you got to keep that down, Playboy. I'm working. There we go. Really there working. We go. Get them kids. Get them kids. So, uh, John's job tests you before you come in. Anytime you come into that property, you have to be tested. They got to check your fever. Now, they take it a step further now. They have to take it a step further. Now, they are testing people before you even get on the site. They're testing you in your goddamn car. Do you hear me? Oh, yeah. Before you get in there, you got to keep ass outside. Bam. John pulls up. He get, he's next in line to get tested. John said, I got something for the ass. John turns his heater up to everything that the heater could go on. Turns <laughs> that son of a bitch up sky high. Sky high. He said, I, I wanted to make sure that I had the right temperature. Once, we, once they got to the window, they said, roll your window down. He said, huh? Roll your window down. He let that shit hit him a little bit longer. Shut it down. Roll the window down. Get that boy a temp check. That boy came in at a strong 103. They say, man, you got to get your ass out of here, man. You can't be here. You out of here. Two weeks. You got to go home. Two weeks. With pain. With pain. 
with pay. John went to a hotel. Yeah, he went to a hotel. Oh yeah, I told like his wife that he was in the hospital, that he might possibly have it because he had a, a fever of 103. Okay. Don't come visit me. You can't come visit. Don't me. come visit. You can't. Nobody come. I don't want nobody to catch the shit. John spent two weeks at the Hyde Inn, at the Hyde Place. <laughs> two weeks. Big kicking it. Big kicking it. Don't give a shit about that goddamn family. So I say to you, John, and all you essential workers, you are appreciated. But, John, you think outside the box. I would have never thought to turn that heater up to give myself 103 temperature. But you did it, and I appreciate you, you as well as all these other essential workers. Yeah, buddy. Dude, yeah. You can't, we can't do it without you. I wish the niggas would. They try to not take out that trash. Take you something, gotta bro. Have you got to have that trash. Hey, fellas, y'all don't know this. Y'all don't know this. Y'all don't know this. I'm about to share some shit to you. open up. You know, I be keeping shit to myself. Food don't even notice. And he out here. You know, I had to go to the ER last week. Y'all didn't know that, did you? Nope. Now, what you thinking? And I see some of the listeners. I can feel you right now. I feel your energy. Oh, shit. They got delay. Got that Rona. Delay do not have that Rona. Now, the problem is, once you get in the hospital, everybody in that motherfucker. Rona. Yeah. They think you got it. Now, I walk into the same, the same thing. I walk into the ER. But, but the problem is, man, it's been my shoulder. It's been like, I thought it was my rotator cup, but find out it, it, it's, it's tendonitis and arthritis. So I, I couldn't even move that bitch. It was stuck. I'm stuck. So when I go in, he's like, we need to take your temperature. I'm like, hey, man, I ain't here for all that. I'm here for my, just my shoulder game. I ain't, don't worry about my insides. We talking about my shoulder. They said, nah. They said, nah, bro, we got to test you. So they ran my shit, temperature good. But I go, man, I go into the waiting area. I'm the only one in the waiting area. I'm masked up, security right there, masked up, and it's two women in the in the in in behind the little the little glass, the little receptionist chicks. Security guards looking at me like he noticed me. I ain't got time for this shit. I don't want to be noticed right now. Leave me be. I don't want to be bothered. He said, uh, hey man, don't I know you? I said off the rip, nah. Nah, you don't know me. Nah, bro, I know that voice. You delay. I said, shit, I can't, you know, I can't act an ass, nah. But I'm in pain. Right. I said, yeah, man, that's me. He said, God damn. And he went on his phone. He went on his phone. And he looked up and said, man, how long you had it? <laughs> hey, man, I got a rotator cuff. He said, man, everybody embarrassed about it. How long you got it, but You can talk to me about it. I said, nigga, it's my fucking shoulder. So if you go in there, know that you're going to be labeled as a Rona victim. Just yeah. know that. Let me tell you but something. It shot me up and it got me right now. So I'm back to, I'm back to normal now. I already knew that because I'm, I'm sure you guys remember that, that I had that ass situation. Yeah. yeah. So I come home from uh, Atlanta. I'm like, because I was stuck there. I say, fuck that. I'm going home. I need to be at home where I feel safe. So I get on, I mask up. I get on the plane. I take that risk. I get home. Now, this right when everything first kicked off. We about two weeks in when this happens. So I get back home. Everything went well. I didn't, I wasn't sick, I wasn't coughing. Man, I go to sleep, I wake up. <laughs> it's two days later when I, uh, I go to sleep, I wake up. Nigga, my eye, the, you know, you ever seen the end of a, of a burrito, how it's folded over? That's how my eye was folded up. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, what happened, nigga? You was around this bitch looking like a uh, 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 snake from Escape from LA, nigga. You was around right. this bitch looking. Like one of G.I. Joe's, nigga. I'm it, looked like, it looked like Mike Tyson had went upside my eye, nigga. 
I'm it's just glad. Dead. I'm glad, nigga, you made it through, nigga. We were scared, nigga. I was so worried about you. Meg, have you had any uh, uh, health run-ins since this shit went on? No. Mm-mm. I'm too much of a hypochondriac. I've been a hypochondriac in terms of germaphobe before all this shit went down. So this just amped my shit up. Yeah. It's amped you all the way up. So I'm you like all the way. A germ doomsday prepper. Like, I, I, like, I don't... Uh, I've already like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like people in my space. Like, I don't, you know, like, I didn't. So for me, it just amped that shit further up. You don't do no kissing in the mouth, huh? You know, I haven't <laughs> doing a lot of that lately. You don't so, do no kissing in the mouth. Now, that, now, now, now Meg has always had some interesting date stories, man. <laughs> I know you always got some. So I know you got one for us today, bro. Take us there. Let me tell you something. As you when you asked me that, I just kept thinking about all this crazy shit. When you said dating stories, I was like, "All right, there's there's a there's a lot of them, and <laughs> I, I kind of don't even know how deep we need to go today." No, we want. Let me tell you something. You in a place where you can go deep. You can want, you can name we, names. We want all the smoke. Out. We want all the smoke. Deep. Can't nobody whoop us. This oh. is my disclaimer. This is my disclaimer. Clack 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 clack. I'm giving you long nail energy right now. Gotcha. Anything I say on this podcast is my truth. I won't be saying any names because I have that bitch. Whoa, whoa, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold tight. Hold what you got, me. I understand. I feel how you. I do want to get into these stories. Yeah, we want you in them too. However, Gotta have them goddamn names. We got to. We're gonna get to how you gonna get them names. Just hold tight, real quick. Hey, Didi, uh, yes, we're gonna pause for the calls because you paused. Today's episode of the Did You Miss Me podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Bluetooth.com, makers of the first ever chewable with the same FDA approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. That's right, fellas. No more embarrassing trips to the pharmacy or to the gas station to get those pick me up pills. From now on, you can go to Bluetooth.com, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, and put in the promo code D-Y-M-M, and you're going to get your first shipment free. That's right, free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. Yeah? And they're going to send it right to your house in discreet packages so nobody has to know what you're buying. No more awkward trips, fellas. Go over to Bluetooth.com, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, put in the promo code D-Y-M-M, and get your first shipment free. With $5 shipping. All right, Meg is here with us, and she got an interesting story about some dates or a date that she's been on. And Meg, I'm excited about it. I know the fellas are wanting to hear that. Meg, the floor is yours. All right, well, I purposefully wore this Tuskegee beret to take me back to my college years. Okay. I started to feel like I was dating mature men so to speak. You know, we feel like we hitting that level where it's like, all right, I'm grown now. So they grown. These are my peers. So I meet this guy name is Sean going to ASU. Should have been a red flag to start. All right. Okay. I digress. So I met this dude on a photo shoot. He was like super random. He like came up into the parking lot, like towards the end, kind of came out of nowhere. And I was like, okay, he's kind of interesting. He's not really my type, but he's interesting. And he kind of had this, and he's a black dude. He kind of had this like very forward, like I see you and 
Like, I want to see what's up. So he was real smooth with it. So I was like, okay, he's clever. All right. He gave him my number. It starts very, very slow. We on the phone. I'm seeing we got a vibe. I'm like, all right, I'll kick it with him. So we start seeing each other on some super, like, chill shit, like, not even taking it there at all. So finally, it gets to a point where it's like, all right, I kind of like this guy. We've not done anything. The energy's there. He's kind of too perfect. You feel me? Yep. He's too perfect. You know? He, he's listening to everything. He's got style. Like, I'm like, this nigga's just too perfect. Something but, ain't right. You can feel it in your spirit. Something ain't right. Right. But I willing to take that journey because here I am like, I'm at an HBCU. This is the cream of the crop of all the black men. Let me be open to the situation. Right. So I'm just letting it flow. Like Tony Braxton. I'm letting it flow. Damn sure we're talking. Let it flow, let it flow. I'm sorry. It, 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 listen, so I'm letting this shit flow. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let this nigga take me on a date finally. So he plans this whole night in Montgomery. Go to dinner. It's this really nice little candlelit. I'm like, okay, he's classy. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no little cheap spot. Okay, I see. grown. This man is grown, Meg. Grown. Yes. So then we move on and we go to this little jazz spot. And I'm like, oh, he grown and he's sexy with it. He got culture. I like this guy. He's very jazzy. And I'm like, this is different than the guy I would normally date. So he's even pulling me more and more and more. All right, so now I'm had a, you know, I had a drink or two, so I'm feeling good. I'm not right. drunk, I'm feeling good. We go back to his spot, which we've kicked it many times there and nothing have ever happened. So obviously it's that night where you like It's gotta like, go down. It's yeah, gotta like, go. It's time to give him it's time to give it up. I both draw legs. Yes, and we've we've time. earned this. We've earned this. You feel oh, me? Y'all yeah. deserve it. Both deserve it. Yeah, we, we deserve it. So we get to the spot. And it was obviously very awkward at first because we have really started to like, like, like each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's like nervous. It's like that nervous shit. So we sit on the bed or whatever, and we kind of making out. And I'm noticing he's like very timid. And so now I feel very forward. And I'm like, dang, all right. You just I'm want the nigga to hurry up and start fucking you. And then he right. just won't. Go to meet up in my body. It's pretty much yeah. trying to say what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Okay. It wasn't even so much a hurry up, but it was more of like, why do I feel like I'm like- The aggressor. Yeah, yeah the aggressor. Like, why do I feel like I'm doing all the, like trying to get there? Right. And so, you know, it's moving slow. We kind of get there. And I'm, and, and I'm kind of like, all right, well, nigga, touch me. Like, do something. Like, I don't want to like grab your hand. Like, can you help me out? Like, <laughs> you should already be doing it. Wait, wait, which part are you talking about here for just for clarification of the audience? Taking clothes off or anything. We're just like making out and stuff. But like, he's not, he's not like touching me or like yeah. trying to like undress. He's soap opera kissing. Y'all soap opera kissing. Yeah, he's just kind of like chilling. Wasting a lot of goddamn time. That's exactly what you're doing. You're wasting time. Yeah, he That's was nervous. So then I was like, fuck it. And you know what's funny, Meg? Hold on, before you continue. And if you want somebody that's not going to waste your time, give us a call. 323 385. Nine, nine seven, seven, seven three, three four. four. Let you know. Let's do this again. You just let's do this. Like let me do that one more time. Let me get that one time. Uh, I'm gonna start it off. Fool, you follow me and delay. Take us home. Uh, gotcha. And if you want somebody that's not gonna waste no goddamn time, give us a call. Three two three, three eight five, nine seven, three four. We'll get somebody over there to you. You just hold tight, goddamn. Hold somebody. tight. I promise you. 
and we ain't gonna be soap opera kissing. We in that thing ready. Cause we already know it's a cold 10, cold 10, get them goddamn chains off the door. Cold 10, get the chains off the doors. Okay, man, keep going. Y'all not even ready for what's coming up next. Ooh, yes, the hell we are. So, okay. man, let me ask you a question first. Why, why this is, you say y'all making out. So, cause yeah. like, I was thinking maybe, you know, he might've been in that, you know, we all get into this position right here. Yeah, I know that position. We, he kind of was, but he was on the bed. We were both on the bed. You know what I'm saying? So like he he's kind of laying like that, but he's not taking nothing off. He ain't trying to take nothing yeah. off. He's just that's that that's that go for the meat pose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, I'm gonna say what this what does that mean? I ain't working. You got to go get that meat. I'm bad bitching you. No, but you know what? <laughs> it wasn't that. It was more like I'm nervous. I rather you take the lead energy. Does that make sense? Oh, I got okay. you. I got you. Look, so you I did, and I was me. like, "All right, I'm just trying to see what's cracking." More wasting time. So I put my hand. Yeah. In, yeah. In, <laughs> in, in, okay. Get in that All right, so I'm gonna do it on um, what you call right here. These are the pants. These okay. are the pants. I just go. I'm going straight down the boxes, and I, I'm feeling, and I'm like. Huh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I was confused because I didn't know what I was feeling. I was like, this feels different. Right. And I like kind of, he wasn't even fully erect. So that was also part of the problem. Like he was like getting there. So I was kind of like, what is going on? He was you heavy, not hard. Dead Dick Dennis. That's what you're dealing with right now. Dead it was dick. uncircumcised. Oh, he got the turtleneck dick. But it wasn't, first of all, this was my first experience of an uncircumcised penis. And I didn't, A, I didn't know. I was not prepared. He didn't warn me. There was no disclaimer. There was no asterisk, fine print, italics. He was born in a bathtub. That's what he was. He was born in a fucking <laughs> bathtub at the house. That nigga was born in the master bedroom. That's what the nigga was born. That nigga was born in a pail of water on the back porch. Nigga was born in the shed. That nigga front door ain't got no screen door on it. But let me tell you something. It, it gets deeper. So deep. at this point, I hadn't seen, I still haven't seen it, y'all. So it's still under the short. Feel but me? you know it's uncircumcised. Because I'm, I'm like, where? Because what I was saying in my mind was, where's the head? I was like, where's the head? Right. You're looking for the mushroom and it ain't there. <laughs> it wasn't there. It doesn't exist. It was not only was it slick. I'm going to show you exactly. I'm going to demonstrate. We actually, we came up with a nickname for this dude. It was Taquito. <laughs> I thought you would call him Raindrop Drop Top. It was Smoking like, a cushion in a hot box. It was like this. So okay. even, even uh, it was like this. So it never popped out to play. It was always covered up. You had so, to dig so it like a beef burrito with the top bit off. <laughs> <laughs> so once it did get erect, I never took it out. I was just kind of like, I didn't want to go ah, like and break his heart, you know? Yeah, I bet you didn't want to do that. I didn't want to hurt his whole ego, you know, because obviously it was a very sensitive situation and I could tell that he was, that was the reason why he was so timid. So clearly I'm over here like, well, look, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I said. Have I you said, given up on it yet, Meg? You still want no, that? Look, I said, I, I told him that I had a past trauma and that I did not feel comfortable going down on guys. That was A. And so I established that then. So then he gets up and he goes to get a drink. 
because he was really nervous and he got he came back with like a shot like a big double shot of whiskey and he was drinking and he was sweating he was like so nervous and I was like okay he couldn't get it up so then it was like what is going on so basically we cuddled the next morning we tried again to get there I was like I do I'm curious now but you have to wear I would never like be able to do this without a strap on like period i was like, just about to ask if you were going martin raw dog pain shit which we tried we tried and it not didn't go raw dog. you tried to go raw dog no i never did i couldn't, couldn't. Way. but i tried not to judge him for it but you know what i'm saying because clearly because it was we had such a connection and then it came right. to this and it was my first experience first thing i did when i got home eight the sex lasted like 10 minutes and then he he was just so nervous he was like i think it's just because i'm nervous da 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 and it wasn't great, obviously. He tried to give me head and his teeth were so close to my, I was like, girl, what the is going on? So clearly you had to be a full gentleman and all, you know, throwing That's your cool. jacket over mud for a nigga. Cause you That's knew that the torpedo was down here waiting with his one eye, looking and waiting to come out and he can't, and he's stuck, he's trapped. And you feel insecure about it. And you didn't want to say nothing. And you let me find out the hard way. And I don't hard. appreciate it. However, as soon as I got home, I started Googling. Dick look like a pig in a blanket. Yeah, uncircumcised dicks and reading all about the smelling of um, cottage cheese and how you got to smell them. good. That's, that, them, them dicks stink. Some stanky dicks. I had one up yeah. until I was 12. We I tried know. to wait a little bit after that. It didn't work out because I couldn't get past it and the sex was a little. You said 12, nigga? Oh, you have to read my new book, The Journey Behind the Smile. Well, I discuss that circumcision at a late age. That's oh, okay. Right. I don't want men to be out there like, oh, she's discriminating against uncircumcised because I have also seen. You have every right to discriminate against those. You have every right to discriminate. Yes. I've seen uncircumcised penises that came out, and I was like, that's cool because it's normal once it's up. Like, I don't need to deal with it when it's down. You feel me? But right. like, it comes back out when it's time to play. Great. I feel normal, but I'm still not going to go down on you. Just saying. There's nothing you can do to go down. too much extra. Like, it's like, it's got the face mask on his neck. His dick had one of these on it. That's what he had. Did you miss me mask on his dick? And if you want one of these did you miss me masks, make sure you hit us up on didyoumissmepodcast.com and check out the store. These They are here for sale for the COVID. Fuck you hoes. Mask on, mask off. Okay, so look, check this out. Since we own the subject of circumcision, Okay. I'm going to just go ahead and stay going down that path. So oh. I was on Facebook uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, there was a young lady who was going in about circumcision and how men have been, how black men have been uh, brainwashed and uh, have allowed the mutilation of our genitalia because mm. we feel like it's supposed to be done. Now, I said to the young lady, I said, hey, um, I was like, I think I enjoy having a cut dick because uh, it's, it's beautiful. It looks it is. You know that turtleneck, it kind of throws it off. I don't like wearing real turtlenecks, so why would I want to put one on my cock? So therefore, I'm like, no, nah, this, I, I, this was a choice. So she says to me, yeah, that's because you brainwashed and confused because black men, women, uh, they've always been tricked into doing this and you should be upset with your mother for uh, uh, mutilating your genitalia. I'm, I was like, so you telling me I should be mad at my mama for doing the best thing she could have ever possibly done, which was allow me to get this meat cut, this extra Absolutely. skin cut off. That skin out of there. Now, 
here's the thing that I had to go into, and I'm gonna tell y'all. So I was eight years old, and uh, which is why when you said 12, I was like, whoa, because like I thought I was late at eight. So I come, uh, I talk, to, I tell my mom, I'm like, look, I'm really tired of like peeling this shit back and cleaning it, doing all this extra shit. I'm eight. It's like it's a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? At eight years old. It ain't, so I you tell ain't, her, you ain't even having sex like that yet. She says, so, it's like that yet. I'm not at all. <laughs> I'm not you, Didi. <laughs> Didi started at seven. <laughs> so, well, Boosie uh, told everybody, yeah, I'll get my son. I've been getting my son's dick sucked from 10, 11, 12. Didi, yeah, like, he, you damn sure he right. He goes straight to jail. He goes straight they, to jail. Damn sure is. They, 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 try to, they trying to make it a case. No, they not. So, yes, they are. My mom says, listen, you don't have to keep doing that. We can get it taken off. I was like, what? I don't have to have it? She was like, no. I was like, all right, cool. So we go to the hospital. It's time to get it done, right? I'm excited because they telling me I'm going to get put to sleep. I'm eight years old. Getting put to sleep sounds awesome. It sounds interesting. It sounds fun. It's like, y'all going to knock me out? Y'all going to give me something to put me down? (laughs) So I'm excited about getting put to sleep, right? I get there. They decide that at my age, I'm too young to be put to sleep. So what they did is they numb me. They ice it. Oh, no. They ice the fuck out of it, right? They tripping. It's hurting. The the icing hurts itself. Like, because they're they're freezing your shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what kind of ice it was. I just know the shit felt hot. You know what I'm saying? It was cold for a while, then it got hot. So now... Uh, I'm supposed to be what they said numb down there. So I'm like, they like, listen, you're gonna be awake, but you won't be able to see what's going on, nor will you feel anything because you're numbed. I said, oh, okay, cool. Man, I lay back and that goddamn blade, knife, whatever the hell hit me. When I tell you, I scream like a banshee, okay? My mama is three weight rooms over. She hears me. My mama is two. 10 at the time <laughs> and about five nine okay she tears the doors off the goddamn emergency room i'm talking about she tearing down shit trying to get to, i can hear shit breaking as she's coming down the hallway <laughs> she's tearing this place apart all i hear is where's my baby where's my baby Nigga, she comes in, grabs the doctor by the hand while he's got the, you know, that little thin ass scalpel knife or whatever. Yes, that thing sharp. By the hand, she tells him, "You could turn all that shit off." Cause they, they was like, "Well, well, we, we gonna try to do it with the laser, so that way it'll be quicker and it won't hurt as much." I'm laying there listening to all this as they talking, bro. I am terrified. By that point, say that again. They had already cut, like he already started making a decision by that point. Yes. Mind. And my mom, like when the knife hit me, I lost it. My mama came tearing them doors down. She bust up in there, grabbed it, man. It was like a karate movie. <laughs> that nigga went to reach for the, she God, caught that hand and was holding it. I said, what the fuck? Now I'm laying there listening to them discuss my penis and how what's going to happen to it. <laughs> so yeah, we going to cut around the edge and just say, she like, no, it's over with. Stop. He don't want to do it. He changed his mind. I ain't said a word, but I'm sitting there screaming still like a, a, wild, a wild wolf. Finally, they was like, okay, listen, we gonna have to put him to sleep. There's no way that this is gonna work. They trying to calm her down. She ain't going for it. 
Nigga, she takes me up out of there. She's like, no, he got to go. They like, ma'am, he has a half cut penis. <laughs> he needs to stay here. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get the rest of that turtleneck off of that. You got like, uh, we out of here. Now, I'm gonna tell you this. This is where people better stop believing the story. I have no recollection of when I went back, how the rest of the skin got cut off. I just know it ain't there no more, and I'm happy. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that was the most traumatizing experience of my goddamn life. And I I've been shot. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I ain't never felt nothing like that. Uh, fool, congratulations on your new dick. Uh, I, um, I, I, you know, I was roommates with <clears throat> a man that was 40 years old, Uncle Roommate. And Uncle Roommate, uh, he was giving me a pep talk prior to the night I was getting circumcised. And he, you know, he came in that lit, per usual, drunk as shit. Yeah. He said, boy, hey, I heard you about to go get that thing cut. Get that thing cut. I got to go get it cut. He said, you know you're going to lose some inches on your dick. I said, for real? Oh, yeah. Unless you do it my way. I said, well, how, well, how you do it? Well, shit, I did my shit myself. <laughs> I said, you circumcised yourself? Goddamn right, I circumcised myself. I said, what you do? He said, first of all, you got you to gotta know how to break that thing. I, I had to break my dick first. I broke it. Once you break it, you ain't going to feel nothing in the top, the top half of it. Once you break it, and you go in there and you do what you need to do. I said, well, what did you do? He looked at me like this and said, <laughs> And it was over. I said, you did your own? Yep, I did my own self. Now don't ask me nothing else. You want to go get let the doctor do your shit, let have some old strange nigga playing with your dick, that's what you gonna do. But I did by myself. Just know you're gonna lose some dick when you go in there and get that thing cut off. I was scared oh, of shit. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Yep. yep, got it done though. Got that thing done. And like that food, I, I, I was under anesthesia. That I went under anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> how, old you, how old were you, D-Way, when it happened to you? I was uh, 12, almost 13. Like 12, almost 13, yeah. That was way too, it, the, the thing was, it was way man, too late. So Billy, it, I'm, you got yours done as an infant? I have no recollection. My dick has been in pristine fashion my entire career. Right. Uh, I looked at people with, with, a, with, a, with a downtrodden look as a child, and I would say, uh, you know, they would be like, you know, the first time it happened to me, I thought it was something was wrong, because at my daycare, I was about four years, four, almost five, and the little boy named uh, Rolando, Rolando, little, little black nigga, he came up, he say, yo, dingling ain't got nothing on it. I said, I don't know, that's wrong with my dingling. He said, yo, dingling got something on it. He's wrong. What's wrong with your dingling? I said, ain't nothing wrong with my dingling. Stop looking at me. And so I went home and told my daddy, and I said, hey, dad, Rolando said there's something wrong with my dingling. He said, see, that's the problem now. Joe, I told you, they got damn school. Numbers, bunch of sisters up there, <laughs> up there looking at his dick. You hear him, right? Tell him what, tell your mom what you told me. So who asked about your dick? That's, that's exactly that's how he probably turned around to Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, now tell him what you told me. Did he, now, let me tell you what happened. Anything that happened to me between the ages of three that I can remember, four, all the way till I was 11, I talked to my daddy, my granddaddy, and my great-granddaddy. So my daddy calls my granddaddy. He says, hey, tell you, tell your granddaddy what happened. I said, uh, Rolando said there's something wrong with my dingling. Well, where, where the hell did he look at your dingling? <laughs> He's, I don't know. He said it when I was in the bathroom. I was boo-booing, and he said there was something wrong with my dingling. <laughs> and so he hanged the phone up. How is he looking at your dick when you shitting? I don't know, because you got to think. He really looking. 
he this is a daycare. You got to think them daycare bathrooms didn't have them privacy stalls. Nah, they had the one big like, toilet, yeah. and you got it's the like a jail. Urine. It's like you a jail cell. Yeah. Right. So so then my granddaddy he calls me back. I right, know. Say what you said again. And he talks to my daddy, and my daddy put my phone. Tell him again what happened. I said, Rolando looked at my dingaling. All I hear is, is this voice on the phone. He said, he must have liked it. Then look at your dingaling like that. See, I had to cut his ass. He looked at my dingaling. <laughs> my great granddaddy's on the phone talking now. Oh my God. You just let niggas look at your dick. What y'all doing with this man? You done raised the damn sissy. I guess next they're going to put their thumb in your ass. <laughs> no granddaddy, no, they're not. This not is my great granddad. It's the same man that taught me how to piss through the told me not to pee through the dick hole in my drawers because I was peeing through there and I had my drawers down past my ass. And he was just, you know, somebody gonna come put their thumb right in your asshole. You got your whole back door open. Your whole hey, back door old, open. Old black men love to tell you stories about somebody doing something to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, up, somebody go go up in you. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, who I'm, go up in I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing jacks, nigga. What are you talking about? Yeah, so yeah. I, stay down there on your, uh, stay down there on all fours like that. Something gonna happen to you. Something gonna happen to you. Like, nigga, you turned off. Like, what the fuck? So when I go back to school the next day, Rolando says, he's, I, "I'm in there uh, in the classroom. I gotta go pee." And so they tell us all the boys line up. So Rolando's in front of me. The line is lined up. We got our shoulder on the wall. We lined up about to go in the bathroom. Now they go four at a time because there's four places to pee in there. So Rolando's in my group. He's up. It's me. It's two more boys after me. Soon as we get our time to walk in the bathroom and we come in and close the door, he comes and puts himself in front of the, in front of the way to get me to walk in. He said, nope, nope. This is what we going to do. I'm going to show you my dingaling. You show me your dingaling. And then you can leave. I said, nigga, what? What dick entry is this? A <laughs> yeah. dick entry. Yeah, and then he says, then he says, and, and this is this is what got me. He turned, and I've never get RP my nigga John Michael. John Michael did. John Michael, I, he lived in my neighborhood. We went to the same daycare. This nigga ended up selling dope. He ended up getting killed or some bullshit. But John Michael turned and said, Man, you just want to look at a dick. Here go one right here. And then he turned around here, this whole dick out. So then and, he not circumcised. Where then, are the teachers? <laughs> what type so. of daycare is and this? So then the nigga, this I am. I remember this day. I will never forget this day. Then the nigga that's behind behind him, nigga named Tonio, he half Mexican, half black. He turned around, mine, mine bigger, and then they pissing at the same time with they dick out. Listen, bro, I will never forget this day as long as I live. This is Dick Chella. Not this is dick, this dick is a child dick chiller. Child At dick that chiller. moment, two dicks is out. I'm now realizing they did got turtlenecks on them. And then he said, look, Billy Dick, Billy Dick ain't got no uh no skin on it either. It's something wrong with his. And so I turned around and I told the teacher, I said, ma'am, Miss Ant, Miss Ant, I said, Miss Ant, they in there talking about my dingling, said something wrong with my dingling. And she was like, well, what happened to your dingling? I said, I don't know. They just said there's something wrong with it. Well, let me see it. So I pulled my dick. Wait a minute. <laughs> What type of school system we got with a teacher that let me see it? So look, she looked, she says, oh boy, ain't nothing wrong with your dingling. And then she was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then now when she opens the let door. Let me see it. <laughs> so then she opens the door. Y'all come out of here and put y'all, y'all put y'all things up. <laughs> ain't none of y'all circumcised. You see this, Twana? All these boys, ain't this damn shame. These boys about to be six years old. Ain't none of they, they, they penises is circumcised. And that's when I knew what circumcised was. And when I went home and told my dad, he was like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's the county. That's the county insurance they got. They and then go get yeah. circumcised. You got them right. You could look at somebody's dick and tell where they was born. <laughs> look at somebody's dick and you'd be like, "Hey, that boy's born in charity hospital right there. <laughs> that boy right there born in charity hospital. I'm for sure that." That boy born in Huey P. Long, Charity <laughs> Hospital, right there. Hey, if I don't know nothing else, I know that. Hey, hey, man, you missed your little Navy homeboy came on his damn show the other day and told us how he was the dick watchman <laughs> on the Navy ship. Oh, man, that <laughs> shit about, fucked me all listen, the way up. Oh, if for those of you, because we talked about dicks on this show, about seeing people's dick, 124, it's called Let Me See It. And it's the story of a young <laughs> man, Tyler Rickshaw, who's on a Navy ship and who's a part of adult sex trafficking as well as buying prostitutes overseas <laughs> while on active duty. Got to be something that could get court-martialed for. Bruh. And looking at you dicks, if nothing else. Art, like I said, you're, you're headed towards an alpha one five. That's an article 15. <laughs> that means you got that money in your rank. Let me tell you something. It's an A15. That's what that's called. Alpha one five. What's the, and what is that charge? It's uh, an Article fifteen. That's where they strip you of your rank. And that's for like, looking at dicks or, the, uh, or buying you, prostitutes. Yeah, you you can get an Article fifteen for looking at dicks and buying prostitutes. You get a double <laughs> Article fifteen for doing both of them and get caught at the same goddamn time. Listen, an Article fifteen <laughs> is so crazy because you could be looking at a cat one day. Billy Surreal's walking this motherfucker. He a master sergeant. Then. He get caught looking at dicks or prostitution. <laughs> this motherfucker's a private first class. He's a, he is so low on the totem pole. You got motherfuckers that's been in there three days telling this motherfucker, get out of my face and push. <laughs> now nah, he's just a private looking at privates. <laughs> he's private, private. Hey, we'll be right back right out of this more Did You Mr. Podcast. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Now, if you're looking for some stocking stuffers for this season, look no further. Manscaped got you. They got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Now, the name speaks for itself. Also, they got the Crop Reviver, which is a ball toner. You can tone your balls with this, people. It's a spray-on toner that will give your balls a slice of heaven. Now, that slice part is scary. They got aloe vera and hazel extract. This ain't no regular stuff, people. They taking care of your balls. Some of you don't know how to tend to your balls. Thank you, Manscaped. And they don't stop right there. They got the Crop Cleanser Body Wash. Oh, they just make it. They just making it so easy for you. It's a full body wash that you can use on your hair. Always be prepared. People when making sure you're getting right. They also have the foot duster. Some of y'all need that for your feet. Now, I lived in a room with a man that was my uncle. I was eight and he was 40 and I smelled uncle's feet all the time. Had we had Manscaped back then, I wouldn't have smelt it. Thanks to the foot duster, you don't have to have funky feet. Fix your funky ass feet. Now, people, when it comes to grooming, you got to do it all the way. You can't be halfway. The Shears 2.0 Luxury. Four-piece nail kit. Come on, people. And Manscaped don't just stop right there. We have the weed whacker, nose, and ear trimmer. Some of y'all been walking around with that goddamn hair out you. It look like a werewolf. But thanks to Manscaped, we're going to fix all that. Get all that werewolf hair out your ear. Now, people, told you they're going all in. Literally. They got the best clippers for your ass. BBB for your butt, balls, and your body. They got the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. And it comes with a replaceable blade. You don't want to use the same stuff on your balls. We don't know what that's going to lead to. Just go ahead and replace it with what they've given you to replace it with. We're making it easy and affordable with our good friends here at Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. If you put in the code D. YMM get 20% off on top of free shipping. Where they do that at? Manscaped. That's where. This holiday season, won't you ball out with our good friends over at Manscaped? Pun intended. We back up in this thing. Now, Mick, we 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 had a lot of uh it's been a lot of talk going on these last couple of conversations. It's, now we now we heard your story about uh not getting it together or the guy that couldn't get it right. Give us something. I know you got a story or something where it went right. 
Matter of fact, where it went right, and later on you thought about it, like, you know what? I probably shouldn't have did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I actually got reminded of this, this situation <clears throat> this morning because, of course, flash cut to 10 years later, he got a family and a wife, Long Nails Energy. Uh-huh. Of course, he slide in the DM. Hey, cutie, looking good. Hope everything good with you. Mm-hmm. So this is how it all starts. Back at Tuskegee. All right. Shout out to the Lighthouse Noobs, GE. Hey. Uh, my boy Steve-O that went there. Yo, yo to them. Uh, so he goes to a different school, all right, but he's in the area. And we wasn't even supposed to talk at all. But it was a thing of like, all right, we got the same kind of friends. I'm just exploring, whatever the fuck. So we finally started messing around or whatever. Bruh, it, it was one of them things of like, you fine as fuck, you fine as fuck. Mm-hmm. Y'all body. You funny as fuck, you make music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always fall for the funny nigga. So even if he wasn't good looking, it's like, all right, I give you a chance. You, you, you. Mm-hmm. He was funny and he was fine. Mm. So we had that connection, you know what I'm saying? When it came down to the sex. It was cool. It was all right. But it could have been better. Could have been better. It, all, it can always be better, man. It can always be always. better. You look too good for it to not be better. But also, <laughs> also, the dick wasn't as big as I would have liked it to be either. You had bigger, you had bigger expectations. She had big dreams. So I had big dreams. I had big hopes. She mm. had small town women, but she had bigger dreams. <laughs> bigger dreams. Just a small time girl. But she had bigger dreams. But the head game. Hey man. The head game took it. The head game made everything else forgivable. Hey man, justify. And let me tell you right here. Walk up in the house looking extra fly. It ain't nothing that you can't do <laughs> with Christ the Lord to strengthen you. You, you, and this might sound blasphemous, but also being able to give hit. Because that's very important. In a relationship. It is. I got to the point where I started getting hooked on the dick. I started getting dickmatized. But the dick wasn't great, but it was just the whole infatuation with like, I'm fucking with you, like the head. It was more, it was a, it was head matized, I guess. Yeah. Addiction yeah. is addiction. It's addiction. It's addiction. It was, Addic- yeah. Yeah. Addiction, addiction is addiction. 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 <laughs> It was I mean, the, the first the first real addiction though, that was just a you know, one of them rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Just like I'm having fun. But the real addiction came with an actual real like he was like, I thought we were gonna get married. Like I thought he was the one. Because he was fine. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was smart. He was he went to the military eventually. Uh the dick was perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like y'all. Your, eyebrow, your eyebrows went up, I believe. Yeah, back. Yeah. Like it's one of the things we like. Damn. Mm-hmm. I wish I wouldn't let that get away because that should have been mine. And now that I see he's moved on, of course you got your little wannabe clone. You feel me? It's it hurts my heart. But obviously we moved on and it's over. But I dropped GPA points for that dick. 
How many how many times a week were you looking at? <laughs> but it was to the point where I was having a hard time because not only was the dick perfect, mm. the size, the length, the girth, everything was perfect. It was like a lock and a key. That's how I can only way I can explain it is a lock to a key. Mm. The head game was better than the dick, and the dick was bomb too. So they both were on twelves. It was you about to drop you about to drop out. Hey man, right. you got it. I'm talking about, yeah, like, here it was. I had never had it like that before. I never had, like, a, a real orgasm. Does that make sense? Like, a woman's mm. that you've had one, but you haven't had one until you makes know. perfect sense. I knew that I had it because I started dropping GPA points. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's a good time. time. Right there when, you, when you're doing that. You just didn't have the energy, dog. Mm-hmm. Did you do any poetry right after you got the dick? Did you snap three times and say, "Shoot me the vibes, give me the gas, get get that, da da da, da. jazz hands, jazz hands, jazz hands." Shoot me the wee Everything you just did go with Diddy's shirt. Everything. Let me tell you about this shirt first. Hum yum 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 yum. Oh, hum yum yum yum. This shirt is strictly for the podcast. I would never wear it outside the house. Hey, man, it's Friday. <laughs> for the podcast. Uh, Meg said something that jogged my memory. Yeah, uh, man. When I was in the military. Um, I got a chance to spend some time in, in Germany. And I was I was staff sergeant. His name was Sergeant Piper. Sergeant Piper was probably one of the nastiest men I ever met in my life. And he always would pride himself on sucking toes. And he would always make sure that you knew that he was a toe sucker. See, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Larry. I always see with these different girls, but you ain't going to keep them. You know why you don't keep them? Cause you don't suck their feet. So you gotta suck feet. I've been sucking feet since the '60s. You understand? I, I, I ain't never had a woman leave me. Not a, toes, but whole feet. Nah, he say suck the feet. Uh. He sucked the feet. That, he old school. He don't give a shit, nigga. Chew tobacco. He don't give a shit. He all information chewing tobacco. Don't give a shit. You can't tell him nothing. He 30 years in. He got one more year. In his last year, we going over to Germany. We in Germany. And the whole time we on our way to Abram, he said, boy, you want to go to that red light district. That's where you want to go. You want to get yourself in that red light district. And you're going to have a ball, everything you want. Because I'm, I'm, that's the first place I'm going. I'm going every night. And I had already made up my mind. I wasn't dealing with this yeah. shit. I'm not about I hope he ain't sucking feet in the red light um, district. He's sucking everybody's feet in there. Everybody's feet getting sucked. Piper didn't give a shit. Piper nasty. He got one more year in the military. He want to suck know what type of tread. You know what type of tread is on. Red light district feet. walked it all off. I said, yeah. I'm going to make a commitment that I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not even going to go to that red light district. I'm not playing around that. I'm a soldier. I'm going to do soldier shit. I don't have time to be playing these goddamn games with Piper and his crew, his old ass crew. All them niggas old. They all like 50, 60. They old ass niggas. But Piper's last year, and this is his last tour. So he want to do it big. Every night, every, every morning, he come back, hey, Hey, lad, wanna go with me? When last night I had a ball, I had an Asian one. Shh. She ain't gonna never see. She ain't never see life the same. Suck the feet. <laughs> you sucked the, did you clean them? Don't worry about what I did to them. They got sucked. Okay. Now the problem. I let this go on. We got two more days. We're in Kaiserslautern, Germany. We oh, got yeah. two more days in Germany, and it's around three o'clock in the afternoon. I've been up since three thirty in the morning. I'm up, and now I'm bored. I bought all the shit I need to buy. I bought all the gear I need to buy. I'm good. I now have money and time on my hand. That's the worst thing you want to give a soldier, a new soldier. And I'm a private and time. Class. Money and time. 
So I hop in the cab. I said, you know what? I'm going to go buy one more thing, and I'll be good to go. As soon as I get in there, I, get, I got an African cab driver. Okay. Where would you like to go? I'm like, man, I'm just take me down to wherever the shopping center is. The shopping center. Have you been down to the Red District? You have to go to the Red District. I was like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm good. You know, I've been before, before I was married. But I don't do it anymore. I prefer to just be a family man. But you, young man like yourself, you should definitely indulge in the Red Egg District. The Red Egg District has every type of woman that you will like. You like a black woman, you have a black woman, you have an Asian woman, you have an Asian woman. You have all kinds of women. I'm like, they got African women? No. There are no African women. But there is everything that you will like. All right, cool. Hey, bro, just pass me by the Red Light District. I ain't going to go in. Just, just, just pass me by there. Just run me by there. Are you sure you don't want to go in? I don't want to go in. Just run me by there. <laughs> we rolled through there. When we get to the red light district, I've never seen no shit like this before, fool. Never. There's women in the window. They stand mm -hmm. in the goddamn window. Like, like you see the mannequins, but these, this like mannequins. Women. Like, but they in there. Mm -hmm. So, and it's other women that's soliciting you to get out. So he said, you should get out and try for once. Live your life. Be free. I said, you know what? Let me out. Let me out right here. Let me out right here. <laughs> just let me out. I got it. Are you going to go in? No, I'm not going in. Just let me out. I just want to go see the shit. I ain't never seen no shit like this. So as I'm walking in this, this different parlors all up the street, I got past the first two. The first two parlors I got past. The third parlor was a little bit tough. It was a tougher, little, little, little tougher task. Come out. It's two women. Come in. Come in. They give you a massage. They, they, you know, they're baiting you in with this shit. I'm like, hey, man, don't bullshit me. I know what this is about. My man already told me this is a red light district. So I go inside and I say, okay, you know what? Let me go and commit. I'm going to do this shit. I'm about to go ahead and do it. For the first time, I'm about to purchase some ass. I never did it before. I'm going to do it. So I go in and I said, uh, how, how much? You know, how much? She was like, what kind of lady do you like? I was like, beautiful. Just, you know, just give me beautiful. She says, black, white, both. I know what you like. <laughs> she walks in the room. She says, they'll be ready in about three minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Five women come out. All different shapes, all different colors. Five. I say, how much does it cost? She says, uh, $50. We run the special. I said, $50? I got five $50. Five of them. That's $250 I got on my poison. And I'm ready. I'm, I got that on me. Spend it all. Bet it all. Bet it all. God Bet damn it. it all. Got him. I'm in that parlor. Bet it all. She says, okay, um, we can't let all five come in at a time. Um, so you do two, and they should take care of you, and you'd be good to go. I'm thinking to myself, I am not going to be good to go. I already seen it. My appetite is already worked up. I'm big-eyed, like my grandma used to say. I'm big-eyed. We go in there, we, and then they got a time limit on it too. They try to get you eyes out of bigger there. Than your, eyes yeah. bigger than your stomach. Right, and these women are professional. You hear me, they not playing no games. So they get on me and one woman says, lay down. I lay down and the girl's rubbing my head. This girl take her shoes off, put her feet on it. Put her feet on that thing. And start my fucking Mr. Miyagi in my dick. She started doing the Mr. Miyagi with it. Yeah, yeah, bow, I'd bust. I'm damn near two minutes in that thing. I popped off. Bow. She says, okay, finish. They bring a the towel and they clean you up. And once you pop off, you're out of there. Well, 
I said, hey, man, I felt like I didn't get my money's worth. I just dropped $100 right quick. I said, hey, man, run them other three. I need all of them. I want all three in there at the same time. I said, can you handle it? You got them right, I can handle it. You come in there again. I said, hey, listen, everybody keep your shoes on. Everybody keep your shoes on. <laughs> Ain't nobody touching that meat with them feet no more. You take your ass over to the Sergeant Piper. You keep your goddamn shoes on in here. I, I seen what the last girl did with her feet. I don't know where y'all even learned these dick tricks with your feet. I don't know where y'all learned this shit at. So we in there and they, we having a goddamn grown folks blast. You understand me? I'm tearing everybody out. I'm, I'm making them do shit. Turn around. Face the wall. Face the wall. You don't want to see me? No. You know why I don't want to see you? Because I'm paying for this shit. I'm dictating how everything go. Turn around. Face the wall. Everybody. I got them lined up against the wall. Cool. Bam. She says, you have to take a condom off each time. I'm not doing that. As y'all, y'all got to deal with this shit. I'm going back home after this. Y'all got to deal with this. So I'm, I'm, I'm strapped up. Make no mistake about it. I'm, stra I'm strapped up. So I got him against the wall and I'm playing games. One pump, two pump, three, bam, pull out. One pump, two pump, three, bam, pull out. One pump, two pump, three, three, pull out. I said, hey, because what I'm doing is I'm taking breathers. Yeah. Because these girls are trained. So I said, okay, I, I got it. So one of the girls said, okay, I know what he's doing. Let me get him right. So I'm like, one pump, two pump, but she's squeezing me and she pulled me in from the back and, and pulled me into the thing. Bow, 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 bust off, bust off. Everybody happy once you bust off because now they ain't got to work no more. They clean me up, get me back right. I walk out the parlor. Who I see? Sergeant Piper. Hey, man, you in there all that time? You ain't suck no feet? You ain't suck no feet. <laughs> you probably in there just pumping and humping, ain't you? you ain't do nothing for them women. You ain't do nothing for them women. I said, no, man, I had a good time. A good time. A good time is when you put some feet in your mouth, put the ball of her foot in your mouth, and you let that thing go around like it's Listerine. You let that thing go around like it's Listerine. I said, what? man, nasty. You's a nasty ass soldier. He said, I told you, I got one more year and I'm gonna live the best of it. He said, and which one you recommend? I said, they got a feet girl over here. You wanna get her? He said, you know what? You sucked that girl feet, didn't you? I see your mouth. You sucked that goddamn girl feet. I said, no, I didn't. And Sergeant Piper looked me dead in my eyes and he said, did you miss me? God damn, we took y'all ass around the world and dropped y'all asses off. It's your boy, damn fool in the building. I'm D-Lay. I'm Billy Sorrells, and our special guest today, give it up for Meg, who came through and did her thing today. Hey, man, we so proud of you. Tell people where they can follow you at. Yes, you can find me at yo underscore Megs on everything. Yo Megs on everything, megacesar.com, yo Megs.com. That's what it is. There it is. Hey, guys, make sure you check this out. We got new content on patreon.com backslash Did You Miss Me podcast. Shouts out to everybody over there, our subscriber tier. We got special content that's out. I'm glad you asked. On the rocks. Oh, 30 minutes of foolery on the board. It's already coming down the pipeline, so get ready for it. And we got a brand new episode of I'm Glad You Ask. All that available at exclusive content. Make sure you get your exclusive Did You Miss Me podcast merch. This shirt is available for our $20 subscribers. If you join right now, you get this shirt for free and you know what i'm saying you know rona we rona ready up in this thing gotta, man. Be, got your ready. gotta, gotta be, be ready we'll see you next time